You're gonna have to talk a little bit louder, Nick. Or we could also just do this. <laughs> Let's oh, get it closer look, to there we there are. There we go. Oh my God, look at us. Perfect. Okay, perfect. Okay. Here she is, world. Welcome back, everybody, to Escaping Reality, the podcast where friends get together, watch and discuss reality competition shows. This episode, I am so excited because the ladies have finally given me what I've been hoping and craving for since day one. Y'all, we are talking about RuPaul's Drag Race. You have a problem. I have a problem. I have an addiction. And you know what? I don't care. More specifically, we are talking about RuPaul's Drag Race Down Under, and we are going to be diving into the Meet the Queens quote-unquote episodes. We're, we'll We're using episode loosely. Pretty much 10 minutes of YouTube clips on where we got to know the queens. Thriving. But we're also using this to kind of launch you into the next era of Escaping Reality, the podcast. But before we dive on in, make sure you are subscribed and that you've given us a rating or a review if you truly, truly love us. And if you like our show, make sure to tell all of your friends. If you have Drag Race friends, y'all, spread the good word. We are just getting started. This season is just getting started. And we want all of you to go on this journey with us. New episodes are going to be dropping every Friday for this, since new episodes drop on WoW Present Plus every Saturday. So we're giving you the perfect recap moment. If you missed what went on last week, you have all the way up until Friday to catch up, or you can just wait and listen to us. We're going to give you a pretty great overview of each episode. We're going to try at least, you know? We're going to try our damnedest, to be honest. But make sure that you share all of your thoughts and your feels on every single episode. What queens are you loving? What queens are we hating? What drama do we like? What looks were the best from each episode? Let us know. Slide in our DMs. Send us an email. And who knows? Your thoughts and feels might end up on the pod. But without any further ado, I think it's about time that we dive in to the first episode. I'm here with my beautiful roommate, Aggie Cummings, who also happens to be Australian. So truly, we couldn't have planned living together better. Honestly, we could not have. Yeah, I think, Nick, you explained really well what we're going to do. I would also like to clarify, Anna and Stacey are not necessarily going to be here every episode, but Nick and I are taking the pod in this direction. Don't worry, we're still making Survivor content. We got so much fun stuff planned for the summer. Maybe a few interviews, etc. You don't know. You don't know what's coming. Things are coming, everybody. We got we got things in the works. Things we got things in the, in the works. But yeah, but our, we are going to start watching Drag Race Australia. Nick and I are lit. We're ready. And we are going to have definitely some guests. Of course, Anna and Stacey are going to make their appearances. Also, Ellen, deep friend of the pod, loves some Drag Race, going to make her come on here. Our best Judies over at Dumpster Dive, you know that they're going to be on here at one point or another. Because when it comes down to it, we all love Drag Race. And it's the only show to matter next to Survivor. Well, Nick. <laughs> That's quite an opinion, but I'm, I don't disagree. It's just, it's a little, it's a little, it's a little reductive to the reality TV, like grouping, if you will, but True, I'm excited. I'm but excited. I don't think it's a wrong reduction. <laughs> so God, with that though, like why Aggie are we starting here? Like, why are we like, oh, we're going to do RuPaul's Drag Race down under. Why not start from the very beginning? Like we did Survivor. <gasps> Okay, so I think where we're at as a pod is we want to kind of stay in the, like, game reality at times, but we also want to be able to see, like, live things. Nick and I just watched one of, up until the finale, greatest seasons of Drag Race in real time, and we were like, we want to be able to talk about this. And we were like, we literally have a podcast about reality television. Like <laughs> We have the power. <laughs> we, we can do that. Like, we can talk about it. Obviously, you guys have been on this journey with us the whole time. And you saw how uh, over time Survivor has developed what we're doing. We're planning on doing recaps for Survivor Season 41. Hashtag Jeff Probes, get me a start date. Seriously. Get me a release date, sir. But regardless, we were just really excited to have a chance to, like, try out this recap 
on a show that Nick and I love so much. It's also the first season of Drag Race in Australia. They've never done it in Australia before. Nick and I just watched season two of the UK. It was fire. We watched season 13. So Nick and I are primed and ready to talk about more Drag Race. We are locked and loaded. And I think to spoiler alert, everybody, our full-time jobs are not podcasters. It's not. So we want to dive deeper into doing live shows. And it's just the perfect segue because we were already planning on watching Drag Race Down Under. And so it was like, well, let's just talk about it. Like, let's get into it. I also think like we're at a point in TV, either because of COVID or because of just like the summer, there's normally not new things starting and Drag Race is starting. So we were like, this is perfect. We can actually watch something and use that. We, as a group, we were not ready to take on live recaps while also watching 40 seasons of Survivor. We didn't have the bandwidth. And now that we've gotten a better system and a better feel for how long does it take to edit an episode? How long does it take to watch a season? we now have a better feel for what our time actually looks like so then Nick and I were like but maybe we watch Drag Race (laughs) I have been I have been begging the podcast to watch Drag Race from day one he really he really (laughs) tried it guys he really tried it we're like Nick we're like it's not the time and I was like but when is the time and y'all it is time it's finally time it is finally time it is my time to shine but before we talk more about the queens and get into drag race as a whole i do just want to say out there for the world we are not drag queens we are not drag queen experts by any means or professionals who work in the field we are truly just fans of rupaul's drag race and drag in general so take what we say with a grain of salt it's again like our opinions just gabbing and talking about the show that we love so much so that's truly it like in no way could you call me a professional related to drag race if nick were to give me a title he'd be like you haven't watched enough to really have an opinion at times but here i am having my opinion anyway nick and i are gonna get in fights are you ready with that though aggie what is your history with the show? Oh, okay. Let's just dive in. Okay. Y'all know Nick is my roommate. He's been my roommate for well, almost three years now, which like sounds like a long time. <laughs> Who knew? It's too long. It's too long. Oh, rude. <laughs> Honestly, that's unkind. I don't deserve this. But Nick and I have been roommates for about three years. Well, about four. Is that right? Oh my God. We lived in Upper West Side for two years. We lived down in our, the basement of our current building for almost, almost a, year. a year. And we're about to enter our fourth year. Oh my God. I forgot. Anyway. Wow, time really flies when you're watching Drag Race constantly. (laughs) But Nick was watching. I wasn't super into Drag Race. I thought it was fun. But Nick was watching, I think, All Stars Four. He would be home on Thursdays. I feel like he used to be on Thursdays. He used to be on Thursdays. He used to be on Thursdays. So Nick would be like home on a Thursday and I'd come home and he's like watching Drag Race All Stars Season Four. And I'm like, who are these people? To this day, I fuck up Monique and Monet, even though I know who they are. I say it wrong every time. And Nick's like, that's not who you meant. And I'm like, I realized the minute it came out of my mouth, I knew I was wrong. She but knows here we who are. they are because she calls them Monet Hart and, and Monique Exchange. And that's just like, it's not it's it. Like, and I'm the worst. It's truly just the first name that it's you. I literally like cannot say their names correctly, but I remember watching All Stars 4 with Nick and I would like peep into episodes. I'd be like, this is fun, but I didn't really get it. And I wouldn't say I get it now. They'd be doing an episode where they're like making an outfit and I'd be like, Nick, I don't understand why are they doing this? It's not Project Runway. What are they doing? Or they would do be doing a photo shoot and I'd be like, Nick, why are they doing this? It's not America's Sex Top Model. And Nick would be like, it's just all the aspects of drag, like all the different ways that drag queens could be asked to perform or to engage with the like community There's just all these different aspects to being a drag queen. It's not just literally putting makeup on and showing up dressed like a woman. That's like just not what it is. And I knew that, but I was like, I hadn't seen any of the show before. So I started watching All Stars 4 kind of with Nick. Obviously then really when Paramount Plus came out, shout out if you want to sponsor the pod. We are ready and willing to sing your praises. We do. I talk about you daily to my friends. Daily. Daily <laughs> Paramount Plus. Just like hit us up. But when Paramount Plus came out in the last year, it has all the seasons of Drag Race and Drag Race All-Stars. And Nick was like, Aggie, you have to watch season eight. Because mm-hmm. I had watched season 12 over quarantine with Nick. We were getting ready to watch season 13. We'd watched All-Stars 5 together. So I'd like, I'd watched two really full seasons. He's like, you have to watch season eight. Well, I think actually the first season I made you watch was All-Stars 2. Oh my God. I because I was, forgot because Relaska Talks. Because Relaska Talks and like... 2.0. All-Stars 2 is, honestly, for my Survivor fans out there, All-Stars 2 is kind of the Kagi on 
of the RuPaul's Drag Race community. Because even though it is an all-star season and they're all returners, you learn more about them as queens in this all-star season and it just hooks you in. It's one of the best seasons of the shows by far. And so I was like, well, this will hook her in and make her want to watch everything else. It was great. Like, it was a great season of Drag Race. It's super fun. All the queens on it are super interesting. They have like some interesting backstory. So there's like the drama aspect. But he was like, you have to watch season eight. Like season eight sticks out for me in my mind as like this was the moment where I was like, oh, right, this is a show I love. Like, I'm in. Um, shout out to Bob the Drag Queen, because he's everything to me. She's everything to me. They're everything to me. Bob the Drag Queen, I believe, identifies non-binary. So they're That's everything so to yeah. me. Regardless, I just watched that season, and it was such a joy to watch someone who's, like, meant to be doing that do it and do it well. It was just incredibly exciting to see. Also, that season just has, like, so many all-stars. She cheated vain, like, just so many people that you're like, kimchi, Naomi oh my God, Smalls. kimchi, Naomi Smalls. Naomi Smalls was my favorite from All Stars 4. And I was like, Nick, Here's are you telling me here beginnings. she is her humble beginnings pre-filler? You know what I mean? <laughs> so my sweet, perfect angel. But that was really, Nick and I like, I have seen seasons here and there. I think I've seen All Stars 2, I've seen season eight. Nick and I are currently watching season six just because I saw Bianca Del Rio in Everybody's Talking About Jamie in London. And Nick was like, you saw her and you don't know who she is. And I was like, that's true. That's accurate. Yeah. I, I don't know who it she is. It was a little offensive. It was honestly like I didn't deserve to be there for that reason. Yeah. And then I've seen the most recent season 12, All Stars 5 and season 13. Right. And we've watched season two of the UK together. Yeah, we've watched and season two. Nick watched some of season one with me. And then he decided that during work, it was too good. And he just had to finish. So I have missed like the last six episodes of season one of UK. So maybe we'll go back and pick them up at another time. Yeah. We could, I would watch them again. I had this thing where I wanted to catch Nick was up. like, I just need to know what happened. And I was like, and he was like, you don't have the time. Mm-hmm. I was like, you're not wrong, but you yeah. left me behind. UK season two, I was just, I was going to wait and just binge both seasons at once. But then everybody. Everybody was talking everyone about Everyone was it. saying it was like the best season of Drag Race happening. I was like, well, what the fuck? So I was like, okay, you know what? I'm just going to binge all of season one and catch up on the first like four episodes of season two after so we I'm watched alive. a few episodes together and then he's like i can't yeah, yeah. i can't I like, stay with you anymore i was like i need to go ahead i need to go ahead of the pack but as you all probably know drag race is my comfort show it is my favorite show to watch aggie has parks and rec in the office i, I do just rewatch old seasons of drag race i think my like obsession for it began in college is when I first sat down and watched a season live and it was season nine. And the reason why I watched it live is because it was on VH1 and it was easier to get on TV because seasons one through eight were all on Logo and my TV didn't have Logo and I couldn't ask my parents for Logo because my little closeted self couldn't ask for the gay network. So I watched season nine live and there was like college viewing parties at my school. And so I'd go to those with my friends. And that was like my introduction to really getting into Drag Race. But I had seen clips and bits of pieces of seasons on YouTube before. I tell this story a lot. It's like kind of like was my gay awakening or like my gay secrets that I used to watch YouTube videos of Willem who was in Drag Race season four and she would do like gay parody songs or she has Willem's beat down. And that was like my introduction to like the gay world, into drag. It was cool to like watch the drag race live happening with friends and then i went back and i've rewatched every season i've watched them all multiple times now i could tell you like which queen is from which season probably when they get eliminated it's like me with america's next top model yeah it's my comfort show it's like what i just put on to like do work to in the background now or like if i'm bored like i'll just sit down and watch an entire season one night because like why not because why not it's if you haven't try it if you haven't honestly try it drag race to me it's just like it's so much fun like i don't think you can sit there and watch it and be sad even the bad seasons of it which there are i still enjoy them they're just like not my comfort seasons to watch well that i know i've only made you watch limited amounts of drag race but what is like your favorite season that i've seen that you personally seen It's kind of hard because I will say if you are new to Drag Race, you've had two, like three really good seasons recently, Mm -hmm. 13, 12 and All Stars 5, I think are all very good. Now, granted, I haven't seen all of them, but I don't know. I have watched season eight three times, I think. I watched it with Nick. I think I watched it by myself and I forced our friend Steve to watch it. So 
Cause I was like, you, it's great. You just need to watch it. So as of right now, if I had to like force rank, I would probably put season eight, very, close very to the top. like, if not the top at the top, I also did really enjoy UK season two. Yeah. It was really good. Bimini. Yeah. I'm obsessed uh, with you. Justice for Bimini Bamboo Lash. I mean, me and Nick were heartbroken when you did I not win. We can't talk about break. it. break. Season eight is definitely like up there for me. I, I do. I am loving season six. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I think it could um, move into one of those yeah. spots. I'm like the golden age of drag. I know. Race. I'm not, I'm I not. love old classic seasons. Like season four, I think is my favorite season of all time. You talk about it a lot. I talk about it a lot because it just, it's where you get Latrice Royale. It's where you get Willem. It's where you get the Dita Ritz versus the princess lip sync to love by Natalie Cole. It is such an iconic season. I love it so much. And it also like, it encompasses what I love about reality competition series it has so much drama see this is where we get so much like (laughs) anger and shade towards each other that is why i love it it's so much fun if you can't tell me and nick (laughs) love a lot of the same things but for very different reasons yeah yeah we both love drag race and i love it because i love seeing the transformations i love seeing the looks and nick's like Mm -hmm. give me the drama like nick nick enjoys untucked i watch untucked literally just be like oh that's the context yeah yeah yeah. and nick's like i'm living they are roasting each other and i'm like that's my one like because i have enjoyed 12 and 13 but they've all been very nice to each other and I'm just I, they had a like, few moments in 13 they did candy muse brought some really good drama moments in candy so didn't deserve sec- runner up because of that that's that's a story for a different podcast <laughs> but no i i'm sorry if i just think like a show about drag queens needs drama <laughs> you're not wrong i just like don't need as much of that's it which is why nick's for. afraid to show me season four because he knows if i hate it he will be dead devastated <laughs> it will be very hard for him if i don't like season four but it's also got his favorite drag queen of all time on it so like yeah it has a lot of my favorites like chad michaels latrice royale chunky at funky uh <laughs> yeah i think drag race season four is definitely like my number one my go-to my overall i was going to ask us like what who's your favorite queen? i have an answer winner and non-winner or you do okay, i have an answer mind. i was like you haven't seen that many but you've seen like five or six I have winners. An answer. yeah i think okay of the winners I've seen, I mean, do we count season six in this? Because I know who wins. I don't think you can count it because you don't know her overall arc. I don't know how like she got there. Okay, my favorite winner as of right now is Shea Coulee. Oh, okay. Not who I thought you were going to pick. Oh my God. I need to know who you thought I was I thought you were going to pick Bob. I, no. Okay, I also, sorry. you know how I love Shea Coulee. Like, I yeah, just, yeah, I yeah. love her so much. Again, pronouns. She... So this is just an overall spoil, like not spoiler. This is an overall like, warning for the entire podcast. We, when we talk about the drag queens, we are going to t- say she, her, just because that is the way that most drag queens on the show talk about themselves. It's how they talk when they're getting ready, especially because we're not using their real names as well. Yeah, we're using their drag queen names, and so I think just as a general rule, she, her is how we're going to pronoun them. If we see later on in the season, you know, maybe in the first episode, we get some discussion that some of these drag queens. Prefer. prefer he him or they them we will for sure absolutely respect that and change it but as of right now we're going to use she her when we're talking about drag queens bob yes she bob's also funny because bob's name is just bob it's like bob <laughs> but my favorite winner is shake lay i think mainly because nick showed me her absolute like heartbreaking loss in season nine and i was like bitch needs to be avenged bitch needs to be avenged Again, I haven't seen all of season nine, but I know she's strong in season nine and very worthy of her spot in the final four in season nine. And then she doesn't win. And so my favorite winner, I would say is Shea Coulee. My favorite drag queen, you know who it is. Who is it? Oh, Jujube. Oh, that's actually, that's not what I was, I was thinking, but wow, that's a good answer. I know. I do love Jujube. You love Jujube. But it's actually Naomi Smalls. Oh, yeah. You know it's Naomi Smalls, it Nick. Is. I have loved her the since the minute I laid eyes on her. I was like, first off, that's a woman. Second, <laughs> she's just like, it's surprising that she's my favorite because she's kind of a bitch like in the best way i think she's nicer in season eight but yeah but i think like she's just she's a little shady but she's a little shady and that's okay that's okay that's not normally my tea but something about naomi smells i'm like yeah bitch you do whatever the fuck you want i am in yeah yeah i love I think smells. for me so my winners i i have a tie because i cannot decide between the two of them 
you cannot make me. It cannot be done. If we ever have to rank winners of RuPaul's Drag Race, there will be a tie for first place. It's Jinx Monsoon and Bob the Drag Queen. And I think that right there tells you all about Everything my you need to know about it. <laughs> that tells everything. you every single thing that you need to know about me as a person, as a Drag Race fan. That we started right Jinx Monsoon's, Monsoon season, I feel like, together. Or we watched the I You've version. like walked in on the apartment as I'm watching it. That's what it is. Yeah. Because I, I know Monsoon, who Jinx Monsoon is. Winner of season five. Season five is also an iconic season. But Alaska Talks 1.0? Yeah, that was when Alaska Talks started. But Jinx is just like so effortlessly funny and theatrical. And Bob is just like perfect mm-hmm. and like unapologetically oh, themselves. We love, we stand. And, like, uh never tries to be anything that they're not. And like that goes for both of them. They're both kind of like fuck it. Like I'm just gonna do me and I'm gonna do it well. And I love that. Love it. And I think. My favorite non-winner, based on the show, because my feelings, I'm going to try and keep my feelings outside, but based on the show, would probably be Ms. Cracker from season 10 and All-Stars 5. I love Ms. Cracker. She did get the shady bitch edit on All-Stars 5. But But only like for a few episodes. Only for like a few episodes. And then they let it go, which, because they knew it wouldn't stick. They knew it wouldn't stick. Yeah, I... Oh, you do love her. I love Miss Cracker. I, love I like her. that Bob and Miss Cracker are your favorites. It's, again, my favorites say a lot about me as a person. Also, for context, Bob is Miss Cracker's drag mother. Yes, Bob if is you didn't Ms. Cracker's know that. drag I'm assuming you do, mama. you listeners. I'm Ugh. assuming, you know. I didn't know. Nick had to tell me. I did. But that's a little bit about our Drag Race history, our history, if you will, who we are as Drag Race fans. But let's dive on in dive on in shall we dive on in to i can't do an you, you really can't show. but it's okay we're trying. maybe like a goal for watching the show will be to get me to have an australian accent if it's anything like him watching uk drag race <laughs> just do not bing bang bong yeah. sing sing song we don't have the rights to that song <laughs> God, true 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 but let's meet the queens y'all Who are they? What are their names? So we're not going to talk about their looks. That's going to be a different part of the pod. We're just going to talk about them, what we saw in these videos, which again... Not much. Not much. They answered some questions about Drag Race, but I think we have enough to kind of. I think we have enough to like talk about, and also just in case if you, I think we mentioned it briefly at the beginning, but the place that you can watch RuPaul's Drag Race Down Under would be on Wow Presents Plus. It's only five dollars a month, but also I'm sure some of you Tumblr people out there could find it for free. I'm not gonna condone that, but but if you want to pay, but if you want to pay the queens. Wild Presents Plus. So, starting off with Anita Wiglet. Um. She was doing something weird with her face. It, it really, it, I don't, it was a choice. I, I liked her, like, vibe. I didn't, I honestly, I didn't not vibe with any of them based on what we saw. Same. Like, same. Nick and I were both like, okay, these seem like fun queens. Mm-hmm. They're very Australian in that, like, they, everything's a joke. Everything is meant to be funny, which I think is going to be a really fun aspect to this season. Yeah. Um. Anita Wiglet, like, again, like what Aggie said, none of them stuck out to me as bad. She just didn't stick out to me. Yeah, she didn't stick out to me. I She gave me detox vibes, but like... But like discount detox. Yeah. Yeah. Art Simone. Okay, this is the one that like, she started speaking and I was like, I need subtitles okay. and an Australian translator, even though they speak English and Australian. They, in Australia. In Australia. (laughs) Jesus, Nick. Okay, so Art Simone, obviously we have a lot of friends who watch Drag Race and our friend Ashley responded to my story because I was like, I'm just, I'm ready for Australia's Drag Race after the finale of season 13. And she was like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. I met Art Simone at DragCon. And she was like, she's lovely, super sweet, lovely human. And I was like... Perfect. I stand. That's who I'm rooting for, <laughs> obviously. But she also just seems really fun. She had this comment that was like, that was like, what is your advice for future baby drag queens? And she's like, put the brush down. Let me do it. Right. And I was just like, bitch, you better work. Yeah. She seems funny and campy and like, I'm ready to watch her. Coco Jumbo. She looks like Patrick Starr. And I'm not Crossed mad with about. Brita Filter. Crossed with Brita Filter. And I'm not mad about it. No, her makeup was stunning. Makeup was gorgeous. She's like a bigger girl, but still like snatched her waist, which I always love and appreciate. Nick cares more about that than I do, but... I love, I need the full hip pad fantasy, full waisted get up. I love that. He lives. He lives. I live for a good body, oddy, oddy. Body, oddy, oddy. And then we had Electra Shock. 
this one was one that didn't make a huge impression on us just in terms yeah. of like either her answers to the questions her like overall look like it was just kind of like she was there you were there I think she could have a lot of like potential even in just like the edits of her comments though it was kind of like she's not the one they're choosing to spotlight because her answers yeah. are just kind of there she was just like I mean as my favorite trait of the season Joey J has said a filler queen maybe which like isn't a bad thing you're but still there you're still, still in there. the room you still got through the door <laughs> oh my god this one etc etc first off she's dressed as a roach we will get to yeah. the look in our next segment but like I think that just I, I think that just tells you enough about her that she came dressed as a roach to RuPaul's Drag Race. Honestly, I'm vibing with her. She has a very comedy queen sort of like vibe in every mm-hmm. comment she said. Mm-hmm. Nothing. She took no question seriously. It was always like absolutely ridiculous. They asked like, "What is your favorite song to lip sync to?" And she was like, "The sound that my dishwasher makes when it tells me there's clean dishes and it's over." And I was like, "Who are you? Like, I'm living. Why I, are you? Why are you? Who are you? I don't know." But she was so funny. I I think she could be a very funny queen. I'm yeah. in. I'm excited to watch her. Then we had JoJo Zaho, which is a hilarious. Name. hilarious name also we looked him up out of drag dear god <laughs> nick's unwell nick is unwell dear also guys god. he's from newcastle which is where my family lives love he is also he's the only non-sydney based queen, queen and in New South i don't know how you say he is aboriginal there we go there we go he's him and um coco jumbo are the two like indigenous queens mm-hmm. correct yeah and he is part aborigine which is pretty cool yeah and so we had Karen. oh wait hold on oh. oh no no never mind it's for the looks we'll talk about it we we're talking part. about the looks this is just like this feels. just feels this is vibes the vibes do they pass the vibe check next up we have karen from finance famously called out by trixie Mattel and katya like they talk about her all the time on because uh, whenever they went to australia they would always work with her just to kind of talk about karen for finance because bitch has come into some hot water she had a collection and a tattoo of a gollywog and for those of you who don't know a gollywog is a doll that depicts minstrel caricatures of black people so she was collecting these dolls and she also had a big tattoo of one on her ankle. Apparently, she was collecting these dolls. Like she started at like seven years old. Her parents were like giving them to her as like gifts, and she just kept the collection going. Like felt to post lace to them all. Although growing up, since she has had the tattoo, she said it's been removed slash covered up, and she also disposed of all of the dolls in a landfill. Which I think is good to note that she didn't just put them up for sale or like give them away. She put them in a landfill so they would be destroyed. As to white people, it is not our place to forgive and forget no. Karen from finance, but I will say it does sound like she has taken steps to- Hold herself move, accountable. Hold herself accountable, move forward, and try and be better in the future. Yeah. I mean, I think that is kind of what the accountability slash canceling conversation kind of comes down to is like, you can make the step, but are you actually going to change? And I hope she is. That being said, she is very polished. Very polished. She's As a drag me- queen, like me not knowing any of that background, I was like, that bitch came to fucking play. Yeah. She's like in like a perfectly fit costume. Like she- Makeup done to the nines. Yeah. Very almost like Mrs. Doubtfire, but beautiful. She's giving me very like Nina West vibes from season 11. Campy, but like campy, ready to go. And can't be with like a very specific thought process. Yeah. Of, like, I mean, your name is Karen from Finance. Like she knows who she is. And she even has mentioned, because they asked, again, I'm remembering so much from these stupid questions. <laughs> um, but one of them was like, do you have a drag family? And she was like, well, maybe one day I'll make a so-and-so from payroll or a so-and-so from blank. And it's like, so she clearly has like a very specific like image in her mind, which I think is also really important as a drag queen to know yeah. your brand and know what type of queen you are and who your queen is, because she is right. another person. You know what I mean? Right. Um, next up, we have Ketamine. Yeah. I'm excited to watch her. Same. Like, I think she's going to be one of my favorites. I don't know if she's going to have what it takes to win, but she's going to be a good-ass time for our, however many episodes she's there. I First off, I'm just living for her name. I don't. I would like to hear her say it um, because it's spelled Kida, so like Ketamine, but I feel like in an Australian accent, it sounds like Ketamine, which is like the vibe. Yeah. I don't know if she says Ketamine, but I think that's a hilarious name. Mm-hmm. And she's, you know, she has a giant plastic pink wig. Like, how can she just looks like fun. Fun. Next up, we have Maxi Shield. Who I'm obsessed with. I'm living. 
Egg has a moment. I literally like, okay. If you ha- if you haven't looked him up, pause the podcast, go look her up. You need to see what Maxi Shield looks like. She comes on and she's like, I'm an older queen. I'm a big queen. And I'm just like, I'm here to do it. I also hate breastplates. I don't care on Maxi Shield. I'm like, bitch, you better work. <laughs> and I just like, I don't know. Like something about her vibe. I think it's that she is very confident. Mm-hmm. Every time she spoke, she was like, I know what I want my answer to be. I know what I'm projecting out there. And it was confidence in like, I'm confident in who I am as a person and what I offer to the world, which I, if you have not met me and you don't know, that is the vibe I want to put in the world and the vibe I want to give to other people. So yeah. I was on team Maxi Shield. She's again, like given like very polished, kind of like Darian Lake since we are watching season six, very polished old school drag, which I love. I love old school drag. You don't see a lot of it anymore because a lot of Queens are like going to the fishy phase of drag being very woman illusion and old school, bigger Queens were always like, I'm just going to like be over the top with it and not necessarily mm-hmm. look like a woman, but look like a woman enough to be called a drag queen. He also so, just like has two full like sleeves on either of his yeah, arms of tattoos. And I'm tattoo like, sleeves. and he doesn't cover them, which she, I can't decide it. He, I mean, I think he has pretty. tattoos. It's, it is what it is. Chris, I'm sorry. <laughs> and then next up we have Scarlett Adams. Again, there's another controversy. another controversy with Scarlett Adams. So in 2012, Scarlett did a couple performances in blackface. She has since apologized for them and has issued an apology when it first happened in 2012. And then since these have been brought up again, because she is now going more public, she has issued another apology and has talked about her steps to go forward to right her wrongs and to take accountability for her actions. Again, it is not our place to forgive and forget, but it does seem like she is trying to take accountability and trying to move forward in the situation. That aside, I don't know how I feel about her. (laughs) So again, her, um, I'm trying, let me look back. Scarlett Adams, I felt like Scarlett Adams, Electroshock, and Anita Wright, just like, or Anita Wiglet, I'm so sorry, Anita Anita Wiglet. We just like didn't really get a real feel for them in the promos and in the trailers. Again, we kind of thought there was going to be a more extensive episode about Mm. it based on what we had been reading, but there wasn't. So we just had a few like four minute clips to kind of go from. I think my thing with Scarlett is she's very much giving like, I felt like a fishy woman type vibe. She's very like tall, lean, like that's clearly the vibe she's going for. I didn't dislike it. It kind of looked like she, again, we'll get to looks in a second, but it kind of just looked like she was trying to go for that fishy queen look. Very fashion-y, I would, is my guess. Again, we're only based on one look, but I'm like, I feel like that's the vibe you're going for is like you're a fashion queen or a look queen rather than like necessarily a comedy queen. But I'm honestly going to be shocked if any of the Australian ones are not funny. I yeah. am going to be shocked. I mean, I've heard some things about... We've heard about Snatch Game. It's maybe bad. But like that's Yeah, I was like, I've heard problem. some rumors, but we will talk about that when we get to that. But that's all of our queens. We only have 10 queens this season. I'm trying to hurt my feelings, honestly. It's, it's rude, but you know, it is what it is. But kind of give y'all a breakdown of how we think this show is going to run, what segments are going to be carried over from Survivor into Drag Race. <laughs> what could you carry over from Survivor into Drag Race? You'd be surprised. You'd be surprised. Of course, we're going to be vibe checking the host and main judge RuPaul themselves honestly Michelle Visage might get a bit of a vibe check every now and then some of the guest judges might get a vibe check everybody needs a vibe check at some point in guys Kylie Minogue's gonna be there she won't need a vibe check true true Kylie Minogue won't get a vibe check but maybe everyone else I know we are also going to be tooting and booting the looks toot is if we love it boot is if it is trash <laughs> You can also shoot a look, which is like so, it's so unbelievably amazing that it's not a toot, it's above a toot, it's a shoot. So that is also an option to be used. That is used in RuPaul's Drag Race fashion photo review. So like, we didn't come up with it, we don't own it, we're just taking it with us on this ride. And then also, we are going to be picking our queen of the week. So me and Aggie are going to pick a different person that we think is going to to win in the end it might change it might stick the same throughout the entire season who knows and then if we have a guest on the pod like we hope we're gonna make them pick as well and we're going to see at the end who has been the most consistently right it's gonna be nick and it's gonna be disappointing um (laughs) just ask me how season 13 went i was team rose for the last seven episodes and then a bitch got fourth but like it's yeah. fine we we don't call it fourth we call it third because Tie like Gottmik and Rosé both got third 
to my chagrin, but again, again, we're not, not talking about episode. season 13. We're not talking about season 13. Uh, but to lead us, oh, and then of course we're going to have our rapid fire questions. We need oh, rapid we fire. Oh, we need rapid fire. We but need Nick them. has made tricky ones, and I, I'm stressed, but it's fine. <laughs> we'll get to it in a minute. But before we get to rapid fire, we do need to toot or boot the I'm so excited. Meet the Queen's looks. So we're going to start off with Anita Wiglet. It's a soft two. It's a <laughs> soft two. My thing is, my thing with it is like, it's Again, very, you should look these up as we go through them. Look them up, y'all. I, I don't hate it, but I don't, it doesn't, okay. it doesn't make me gag. It definitely doesn't make me gag. So it's like, I would, I feel like I agree with soft two. What is she going for? Do we think she's know. trying to be like a devil? Like what are the horns for? There's blood. It's like a are they vampire teeth? Feel. Yeah, she has a whip attached to a glove. Like it's not a separate thing. It's like part of the glove. And also like, I'm going to sound like Michelle Visage. Bitch, you're in a jumpsuit. You in a, you in a leotard. But yeah, she is just wearing a leotard, isn't she? Yeah. And like a high It bit. does look, okay. I will give her, it seems very well made. It seems like she's mm-hmm. out of crystals. It seems like she's tried to make yeah. it like it's not just yeah, and that's that, why, and that's which why, is why we could soft two. toot it. Yeah. yeah. Next okay. up, we have Art Simone. It's a two. Like, it's a two. For sure a she's two. covered in paint, paint, paint bladders. I love that there's the rainbow in her hair mm-hmm. to go with the paint vibe. It's campy. I her love necklace, it. Her necklace, the like dripping paint, yeah. like head it. to toe, she looks fabulous. I'm about it. Coco Jumbo. I, I mean, it's a two. I'll be shocked if we have any boots in the like promo I looks. I gonna have a- I can't wait to hear what it is. <laughs> um, I think for the most part, their promo looks tend to be like good ones. This is very, I feel like, classic. Yeah. Just like pretty. You look like a pretty woman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think the best part of her outfits are makeup. I mean, from the chest up, she looks gorgeous. I don't love when tights don't match skin perfectly, and hers are definitely more white. That's true. Than the rest of her body. Purse situation. But it's like, oh, she does have a weird purse. Is that a purse? We don't need the purse, Coco. (laughs) Coco, you don't need the purse unless you're using it to walk in purse first, a la Bob. Toot the look, boot the purse. (laughs) Boot the purse. You don't need it. It's also like a weird shape. I don't know if it's the T. Next up, Electroshock. This is my boot. This is my boot. Okay, first off, if you guys watch the trailer, the wig is crusty and dusty. (laughs) It's not a good wig. And then... It's special. It's... This is like... What I, I was saying, the sleeves. <laughs> I don't get the sleeves. And what I was saying about Anita Wiglet, like her jumpsuit, it's something different. It's more than just a jumpsuit. Electroshocks is truly just a jumpsuit with an oversized jacket on. There's also a train. There's also a weird train in the back. It's just not the tea for me. Okay. I don't know how many people are going to like cross over here, but you know, when in new girl, when Jess, <laughs> that is a, Listen, you'll get it though. If you're a new girl fan, you'll absolutely know what I mean. She gets this lingerie called the starfish or something. And it's literally just like all these crazy strips of fabric and she can't even figure out how to put it on. That's what this is. But in red with heart tassels over her nips. And like, it's, it's not your promo slash entrance look for RuPaul's Drag Race. It's a, oh, Maybe I need to lip sync for my life. And this is under my dress. So I'm going to rip off and lip sync. Yeah, it. you're right. It's like the reveal look. Yeah. And she wore it to start. Can we talk about et cetera, et cetera? Yes, God, I love Dressed her. Dressed up as a fucking roach. Silky Nutmeg Ganache could never. I don't know what that means. Like, could Silky never. Silky Nutmeg Ganache in her season in the Face Keeney episode, dress up as a roach. And it was terrible. We so think it's bad. a roach. We, she didn't say it was a roach. Okay, but, but it is some brown. type of bug and it's brown. So we're guessing. Roach. Yeah, it's brown. She has antennae and she has wings. It's, yeah, it, we're get, it has to be a roach, but be a we'll roach. let her explain it on unless the first episode. Unless there's like some weird ass Australian bug that I don't know about. It's a roach. I think it's a roach. I, I'm guessing it's a roach. Yeah. But she looks great. I'm about it. It's a two. Yeah. Two, two. Um, Jojo Zaho. I think this might be a second boot for me. Okay, it's going to be two for me, but you tell us why yours is a boot and I'll tell why I like it. Okay. I, it's not that I don't like it. It, it might be a soft too. So my thing with her, it's like, I wish the skirt was shorter so that the socks aren't cut off at the hem of the skirt. That's why the skirt's see-through, Nick. But like... <laughs> I mean, in, in this picture, it doesn't look. And also, the thing with the makeup, and I love the, how she's trying to go like this pop art doll look. She didn't contour her face, and her face looks really round. And I was noticing that in like the question 
um, so I liked it because it really did look you guys have to get a close-up of this like we're not a visual podcast so like maybe we'll like put it on Instagram or something like with the promo of like hey these are just the looks so you can like swipe through but the thing for me with it is I agree with you she didn't super contour but I do think she did a very specific look which I like and have never seen before because she has like the white lines to sort of represent the light hitting a doll or like hitting plastic which I thought was really cool and Mm -hmm. so I'm and her hair is literally like a plastic I do like the plastic look like she's clearly going for a vibe and I think because she fully committed to the vibe I'm less mad like she went all in so I'm less mad I'll give her a two it's not it's not my favorite look but I do think because she committed to it all the way I'm less upset about it yeah okay I'll give her a two the skirt is not great I'll give you the skirt is not great I just it's not that it's not great I wish it was she also looked better neck up in all the promos like I was like oh it's great and then I saw the whole thing and I was like it's not I wish, the, I just wish the skirt was shorter. That's all. I think it would have been cuter if it was really short and it popped out really far. Yeah, a little peplum That would have been really fun. That would be cute. Karen from Finance. I mean, what there's, what is there to say? It's, She's it's so polished. It's just polished. She does look like Mrs. Doubtfire, but like a really polished, I think she's going for the, I think she's going for like the nine to five. Yeah, like a nine five. to five Dolly Parton, but she has the glasses that are Miss Doubtfire. Yeah. Mrs. Doubtfire yeah. glasses. I'm just going to put it out there. Um, Miss Ketamine, again, with this plastic wig that JoJo Zaha well, is working. Is that like an Australian drag thing? I So the tea is, is I think Ketamine made JoJo's wig and they didn't know that they were going to be on the season together and then until they showed up in their promo looks and runway because um, this promo look is also their entrance look don't Mood. quote me on this but i think i read that on the drag race wiki Mood. again i'm about this she's it's very ellie diamond very ellie diamond very over the top cutesy and like i think it's fun moving on to Abby's really favorite like maxi shield she just looks amazing <laughs> and like amazing is a really subjective term in this yeah. moment because she's wearing a purple jumpsuit she is snatched as fuck this girl like pulled her waist in even though she is a large queen which I do appreciate she's wearing this like crazy big wig literally in all her promo she's like I love a big wig and I'm like bitch yes you do I don't know like I'm about her she's this weird like shawl I don't get it but like I feel like if any other queen wore this I'd be like it's hideous but because it's Maxi Shield I'm okay with it but because she had such an amazing personality and great confidence I was like you know what she it's also she sparkles as much as her jewels. Like she is just yeah, delightful. Yeah. She also does a good beat on her face. Yeah. So you're tooting it, I'm assuming. I mean, if I tooted JoJo's a hoe, I can't boot true, Maxi true, true, true. Shields. Two, two. Okay, Scarlett Adams. So okay, this is not a good version of this because we know there's fun things underneath. So that's it. what I was just about to say. So the looks that we're looking at are what was released as their promo looks, but then we saw in the trailer for the season that this shirt opens up and there's like this belted like crop crop she also has fucking very aquaria entrance look it's actually i think it's the same thing as aquaria's entrance look aquaria except hers was red and it was Fine. just about to touch she didn't have a jacket it was just like tits out belted and it's very fun and very cute based she also on has this, some really fun like glasses like yeah. red glasses like, based on really this completed promo the look, look scarlet adams you look like a secretary and yeah not, i would boot it I would i'm boot booting it. it not in the way that like care for finance looks from a secretary but she's going for that, that. yeah you're not trying your to whole aesthetic out. is like you're trying to be like the sexy dominatrix but you're looking is like, can I get you any coffee? She looks like a flight attendant. Tea or coffee? Ha ha! Looping it in. Bringing uh, but, it back to mine and Nick's favorite season of Drag oh Race. But Scott Adams, I'm sorry, my doll. It's it's a boot. I'm just disappointed that like she didn't get the full look as her promo look. Because Why she didn't used she it open every it? Yeah. Like, Why didn't she it? open it? It's like she's saving a reveal for something. I'm like, but this like, is the this time is to it. reveal. This is it. This is what you're getting. Uh, if you guys let us know in the comments, sound off on any office that you are tooting or booting from Maybe this. Maybe you disagree with me. If you disagree with us, Shield, it's okay. If you disagree with us, let us know. You might be able to change our opinions, but odds are you won't. I do need to talk to JoJo Zaho, though, because I do think he is very much going for a look. And I, like, she is very much going for a look. And I made that decision. I made that choice for her in my like, fantasy, but I need to know if I'm right. You know what I mean? Like, I need uh, to know. 
Well, before we sign off for today's episode, we are going to do quick rapid fire questions. Do we want to pick our queen of the week? Oh my gosh. Nick, you skipped, yes. a, you skipped a section. Oh my God, I didn't put it in the planning section. I suck. So we're going to pick our queen of the week. <laughs> Who do we think is going to make it to the top this based on this Literally week's based on episode, which was <laughs> truly four, four minute long videos that we watched. Based um, on literally nothing. Who do, who do I think is going to be successful? Yeah. Who do you think is going to be successful? I think I'm going to dive on in and I'm going to say Art Simone. That's a strong guess, I think. Yeah. I think Art Simone, one, because I like her and I want her to be successful, yes. but two, like based on her promo look, she looks very polished. We also got a lot of fun answers from her on Agreed. the question and answer portion. So it seems like she's getting a larger edit, trying to use like those detective skills, but also like, I would just be very surprised if she doesn't make it far. So I'm back and forth because Maxi Shield answered, I think, every question. True. So if I'm doing that kind of detective thing, I might have to give it to Maxi Shield. I just also, her energy is just unmatched. <laughs> but the confidence. If, the, the confidence. If I'm going off though, who like made me laugh and immediately I was like, wait, I love you. It's Roach Girl, et cetera, et cetera. Do you know what I mean? Et cetera, et cetera. It's et cetera, et cetera. I, I think that's going to change, but I think I have to give it to her just based on what we watched. Yeah. I think I have to give her like, I loved you, your first impression. Like if mm. I were giving the first impression rose on The Bachelor, we'd go to et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Maybe Ma Maxi Shields would be the second one to get a rose, but et cetera, <laughs> et cetera is getting the first one. Uh, like, sound off in the comments who your queen of the week is. Who do you yeah, think is going bitch. all the way? But now we're going to go into the last part of the podcast, which is rapid fire. We have three quick questions to go off of. Aggie is stressed. I put some fun he questions. He put the first one in there and I'm stressed, but it's fine. I'm going to, I'm going to. Do you want to, we the first one for the last. I think I have an answer. It's just okay. So like, first one is, what would your drag name be? Okay. So <laughs> Nick, you can correct me if this is like not the vibe we're going for. Most drag queen names have like a pun in them or like a it cute depends. thing. It depends on like your or it's aesthetic. Like, or it takes. Queen. So see, that's the hard part. Cause like, I don't know if my aesthetic could be. That's the second question. So like, <laughs> I'm stressed, but I actually think, so if you guys don't follow me on my personal Instagram, one, why aren't you? But second it's Dagritha, which sounds really ridiculous when you just read it. You're like, why? But I made it with my Australian cousins and they were like, your name should be Dagatha because it rhymes with Agatha. Agatha and Dagritha don't rhyme in American English, but they do in Australian English. And we were doing this whole like funny thing where everybody had a name. So it was like Murderlin and Kilvin. And like, we were all for Madeline and Calvin. Like it was like this whole thing where we were making up these like funny names based around murder. <laughs> so like honest if my name were daggers i feel like i'd have to be like a campy horror type queen yeah like a sharon needles yeah like that mm -hmm. but i, I could I mean, do that I, yeah. I don't know if that would be my personal drag aesthetic so i'm kind of getting into the second question also so maybe yeah. they go together but i feel like my drag name would work with that and i wouldn't have to change my username yeah, you wouldn't. And also, like, the Dagatha fits in with Draggers Down Under, so it works out. Yeah, like, it'll work out. Yeah. I've, so I've had a couple in my time. I've never been put up in full drag, but I've always, like, I've put on, like, wigs and shit. And so one of my names has always been Lactavia Toast, because I'm lactose intolerant. So, like, Lactavia Toast. That's been one. I've also had this idea of, like, my shtick would be that I would always carry around an umbrella and something in that there would be in all of my umbrellas. Something about them would be over the top and weird. So it was going to be Bella Umbrella for a while, or I toyed with, like, she needed umbrella. Oh, like, that's cute. Yeah, something fun along those lines. But definitely something mine would be, like, crazy over the top and, like, with a stupid pun in it, because that's just who I would be. Yeah, the only other thing I can think of is, like, people take their two, like, not even drag queen inspirations, but like idols, divas inspirations, mm -hmm. and like we'll put them together. Yeah. Um, yeah. or like they're two like life inspirations, but I just like I'm obsessed with Whitney Houston and no one else. So like I can't be Whitney Houston. You'd be like Houston. Dagatha Houston. <gasps> there we go. Dagatha Houston. Um, go. But going into this drag name, what would your drag aesthetic be? I would be a campy theater queen. You like, absolutely would be. There's it's no just question. like that's like what it would be. So to go with my name, I think I'd have to go like campy type horror-y mm -hmm. queen, like almost like Acid Betty, Sharon Needles type yeah. that vibe, which if you've met me is not my aesthetic at all. I was like, I don't think you could name a horror um, Aggie saw. runs out of the room when I put them on. Saw is one. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. 
That's two. There you go. <laughs> have you have you seen them? No. Okay, there we go. There Scream? We go. Scream is one. I'm so good at this. It's um, a full franchise, <laughs> my brain was, my brain had literally an aneurysm. Is it in Texas Chainsaw Massacre or Saw where there's a kid on like a tricycle? Neither. Okay. It's in one of them because Steve compared me to it when I had my scooter when my no, ankle was you're broken. Thinking of, <laughs> you're thinking of The Shining. There it is, sure. And it's a big wheel. There it still, is. You knew what I meant. I got you there. I got you Thank there. Thank you so much for knowing what I meant. Um, yeah, Steve compared me to that. Yeah. And I said, like, well, now I'm going to go cry in a corner when I'm already depressed. But like, <laughs> don't worry about it. So, but like, I personally think if someone were to make me, you know, like a bio queen, if you will, I think I would go like the Ellie Diamond aesthetic. Like, I want to mm. be like, sparkly and like fun and like completely just like fully give over to it yeah and I also think like when you're put up in your whole gig the first time and like your whole zhuzh that's when your name comes from so like I have like these ideas for names but I feel like if I were to ever be put up in drag I'd be like that's not my name I identify yes like you feel it but if you were to have a drag mom and she was a RuPaul's Drag Race queen more specifically who would your yeah. drag mom be or who would you want it to be? Jujubee. Jujubee, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm finally giving her her space, that but I, I want it to be Jujubee. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. totally tracks her who I am. She's like, funny, I would want to be the narrator of the season. Like, I would want to be the one who gives the funniest cutaways, who gives the funniest confessionals, who, like, is good at the challenges, but, like, doesn't win them. Like, it's fine. Yeah. And also, she's just, like, a girl knows how to beat her face. She dresses for her body, which, like, we all know we all have our own struggles with what we feel about our body, but like Jujubee just always looks put together, always looks good, commits to the role. Like I want her to be my drag mom. Yeah. I think- also she loves cats and I don't love cats, but I love her love of cats. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I think so for me, I think looks wise, I want it to be Trixie Mattel. I want to like, that's the look aesthetic I'm going for. But I think like personality wise, I have to go with Jake Monsoon. Like I no tea, no shade. Jake Monsoon's looks aren't my favorite. But you don't care because of her personality. Trixie yeah, they're Mattel's, like just a different vibe. Yeah, like, Trixie, Trixie Mattel, is like very. Like, those looks are. That's what I want my whole drag aesthetic to be. But oh my god, is it over? Yeah, yeah, guys, we did it. We finished. We finished the Meet the Queens episode. We are ready. Yeah. Not a real episode. Not a real episode. But, <laughs> but look what? how much we had to talk about. We had a lot to, we talked for like a good hour, y'all. So we wait till it. we watch a real episode. Wait till we watch a real episode. We're gonna have all the feels. Make sure y'all download Wild Presents Plus so you can watch along with us. Check back Escaping Reality on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Every single Friday, we're going to be dropping RuPaul's Drag Race episodes, but also we're going to have some fun Survivor episodes coming out at earlier times of the week as well. Normally Wednesdays. I think we're going to be like on a full Wednesday, Friday schedule now because of having a Friday release of Drag Race. Yeah. So hit us with that outro. Thanks so much for tuning into this episode of Escaping Reality. We are so grateful to have you all in our podcast fam. If you liked this episode, make sure you are subscribed and give us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. If you're listening on Spotify, give us a follow for new episode notifications. We love interacting with you and want to hear your take on each episode as you watch. Slide into those DMs at Escaping Reality Pod on Instagram or tweet us your feels at at ESC Reality Pod on Twitter. Go ahead and hit us up. We're excited to finally watch a show in real time with y'all and can't wait to go on this RuPaul's Drag Race Down Under journey with you. Make sure you follow us on social media to see how you can interact with us about the show and your favorite queens and looks. We have lots of fun episodes planned, so stay tuned for all your Survivor and RuPaul's Drag Race Down Under content. Thanks for listening, and thanks for escaping reality with us.